You better watch out, you better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right. Merry Christmas to one and to all. And welcome to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. And this week we bring you a Merry Christmas because that is right around the corner and that will be coming here in between this episode and the next one. So want to put that out there a little bit. I'm Caleb and with me as always is Craig. Craig, if you want to say hey real quick. Yeah, nice music. Love it. Kind of get you in the mood. Very fitting with the whole better not pout, you better not cry. Oh, theme. you you picked theme. up on that. You picked <laughs> all right. We didn't talk about that. I specifically chose that one for a very specific reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have played the Grinch too or something like that. But uh yeah, I mean it, it's out there and we're gonna talk about that and dive into it. But yeah, it's gonna be a good Christmas. A Merry Christmas to all our fans. We definitely appreciate all the fans and you know, sticking with us all these years and man, just, it's awesome and lots to dive into, but, uh, yeah. Did you get your, uh, Christmas shopping done? That's usually the big question we always have, don't we? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm we're all done. That. I'm horrible. At, I, I, it's just something about me that, you know, I just, I, I barely get out there and I'm able to, you know, shop. I don't like shopping. I hate it. In fact, if I buy something that you don't like, I hate it even more. So it's best that you just tell me what you want and I'll go buy it instead of being surprised. I know surprises are great, but it, it doesn't work for me because I hate taking things back. So that's my kids. Tell me what you want. I'll go get it. My wife, tell me what you want. I'll go buy it. That's cool. But I hate shopping. I just don't like it. And I, it, I always wait till later. And then you know what? You go to – and then you have your work. You have to go to work and then you get like secret Santas. And I never participate in those. You know why? I'm not being a spoil sport. It's not anything. It's just the fact is I barely able to get my kids what they want and my wife, let alone my coworker who, you know, I just work with. So so it's a secret Santa, it's not like a white elephant thing? Right. It's a secret Santa and you know, and I get it. It's like, you know, if you have the money, great. But you know what? I, I've got three boys. And they're all getting older in that age where they like electronics, so it's a little bit <laughs> they're getting more expensive and my you know, my bank account's dwindling quick quickly and I keep, you know, trying to get them what they want and you know, I'm wanting to get my wife what she likes and to worry about a coworker is just eh, not my gig, dude. Just just can't do it. So Yeah, I lucked out, uh well, I don't know if I would say I lucked out, but this year was definitely kind of an interesting experience for me where two things happened to me that they've never really happened before. And one is um, uh, usually the way I kind of figure get something for my wife is she, they have a family thing where everybody puts what they want for Christmas up, like Mm -hmm. a Facebook group message or something like that. And uh, that's where I see stuff that she wants. But this year, I was actually out and about for some different things, and I saw something that she brought up like six months ago that she wanted. Oh, so nice. I was just like, oh, sweet. She's not going to expect it because she hasn't put it on her list. She won't be prepared for it, and it's a little bit above our normal budget range, so she definitely won't be in- anticipating it whatsoever. So that lucked out for me. But the yeah. the interesting thing that happened for me this year is that my dad was just like, you know – 
I'm done with it. Do whatever you want. He's just like, here, this is how much we spend on you. Go buy something on my Amazon and just have it delivered to my house. You know, and I love gift cards or money. People don't know what to get me. Just give me a gift card. I love that. I think gift cards are awesome. You know, people say, well, that's just the person who doesn't know, you know, it's a cheap way of getting. No, it's actually a great thing. I love it. Give me a gift card. I'll take it and I'll buy what I want. It's perfect. I love them. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's always a good route. So hopefully everyone is able to uh, get some time off. I know all different jobs have different times where you'll be working, but hopefully you all get to enjoy the holidays with some time off and spend it with family and friends. And as the song was saying, better not pout, better not cry. Jim Harbaugh is coming to town and he's bringing the first ever early signing recruiting class. What's it's the early signing period. Yeah. What necessarily early signees. Well, I think people getting a little confused from national signing day, which is not the case. Got a couple months out for that, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of like an early signing and, you know, maybe the end to get in and, you know, get some, some reps and starts and ready to get to work. So yeah, it's like an early, it's like, it's early signing period, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So, uh, today on this day, um, it would have been convenient if, if there were 12 of them, <laughs> cause yeah. that, that would have been a nice, uh, fit into 12 days of Christmas, but, uh, 16 early signees for Michigan, and eight on the offense and eight for the defense. Um, I guess right now I'll just go ahead and read through them. Uh, I'm getting some information here. I know that the ratings are a little bit different everywhere, but I'll just go ahead and take things from 24-7 sports right now uh, for a list. But we have and pre-warning my pronunciation is not going to be accurate. So, okay, Mustafa Muhammad, the tight end that has been talked about a lot uh, from uh, Texas, is a four-star signed today. How good is that kid going to be, man? I'm excited to see. I mean, everybody's almost always excited whenever a tight end is talked about, considering what Jim Harbaugh does with them. So we saw what he was able to do with uh, Jake Butt and – just even the fresh tight ends that we have this year. So, uh, Miles Sims is from uh, Georgia. He's a cornerback. He is also a four star on 24 7. Joe Milton, the pro style quarterback out of Florida, is mm-hmm. a four star. Cameron McGron. McGron, yeah. McGron from yep. Indiana. Strong kid, yeah, from Indiana, Indiana. great, yeah. Outside Just... linebacker, four-star. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. From uh, Mich- Dearborn, Michigan. I'll go ahead and mention where that is because I'm sure people uh, know about that. Um, another four-star. Uh, Jalen Mayfield from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Offensive tackle, four-star. Ryan Hayes from Traverse City, Michigan, offensive tackle, four-star. Gimon, Gimon, Green? Yeah, Green brothers, yep, both secondary, yep. Yeah, uh, Texas, cornerback, uh, three-star. Turner, 
Uh, Christian Turner from Georgia, running back, three-star. Sammy Faustin from Florida, cornerback, three-star. Ben Van Summeren, if yep. I say that correct, uh, Essexville, Michigan, um, uh, three-star. And Taylor Upshaw from Florida, three-star. Julius Welshoff from Germany. There's uh, an interesting one there for you. Uh, he's come in uh, as a three-star. Luke Schumacher, or Schoenmacher, sorry, I forgot the end there, from Connecticut, tight end, three-star. Uh, Hassan Haskins from Montana. Mm-hmm. And that's a three-star running back. And German Green, uh, like you were saying, the brothers, uh, Texas safety three-star. Um, we'll, uh, I mean, I hand it over to you in just one second uh, to go ahead and highlight some of the uh, some of these recruits, well, now signees, uh, right. that you maybe know a little bit more about, Craig. But one thing I want to mention that's kind of a little bit of a funny story. Uh, but, 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 where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Why can't I find him? Where's the guy from Essexville? Oh, Ben. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, Ben Van Summeren. Yep. Essexville, Michigan. That's like right in my backyard. Is it? Yeah. I mean, not literally, but like that's right. in my area. And the funny thing is, uh, I did not realize. Uh, okay, as, as I've mentioned in some of the previous episodes, so if you guys haven't been listening, for those of you who haven't been listening, uh, the holiday, December and November are terrible for me for work, like overtime, all that kind of stuff. So I don't get to keep up on things as much as I'd like to. But I did hear about how Harbaugh came up and talked to this kid directly. And yeah. uh, so he goes to high school in the area that I live and funny enough, the day that he came up, I didn't I didn't hear about this until after it happened. But the day he came up, I actually uh, got some time off from my supervisor to be able to go and take my wife to an appointment that she wanted me to go with her to. And so he asked me this week, he's just, and jokingly, just because he knows I'm a big Michigan uh, football fan, uh, hey, did you actually take your wife to an appointment or did you go over to the high school to go see Jim Harbaugh since he was in town? And I told, I totally didn't even think about it that that was at the same time. And essentially I could have had the, uh, the chance of like going over there and, uh, maybe, uh, maybe seeing him or running into him since he was in the area and to- right. totally outside on mine. So I thought that was kind of funny, but. Well, you know, the interesting thing, you know, is, that's a great segue. You talking about that in their backyard, your backyard, which is really cool. He's going to be, I think he's a fantastic grab for, uh, Jim Harbaugh because he's kind of an under under the radar kind of kid. Uh, interesting thing is he, he's not he really is going to probably be a fullback even though he's listed as a tight end. Um, so he'll probably be in that fullback position. Uh, big strong kid. He's going to do really really well there because um, he uh, he doesn't have the speed but he has the power and um, actually you know what he has pretty good speed. I think he runs like four five four six something like that. So. That is ideal for Jim Harbaugh that wants that change of pace or that power football going into um, the Michigan season in 2018. But yeah, that's really cool um, that you, you know, that Essexville is right right by you. Yeah, yeah. So I, it was kind of one of those uh, I felt behind everything 
And so hearing about that uh, afterwards and being kind of close in that area. So I just thought that was kind of funny to mention. But um, I know that recruiting is more of your circle, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm getting better with it. But especially since with everything having gone on with my work recently, I feel like you've been more on top of it. So I'll kind of let you go ahead and kind of take it away here with uh, some of these early signees that Michigan's gotten. Well, yeah, let me piggyback off you. I'm off a player who um, I have a little bit. I don't have any ties to directly, but just the area like you did, like you said, um, is Ronnie, Ronnie Bell. Uh, I lived in Liberty, Missouri. I'm from Kansas City area and Liberty is about about 10 minutes north of Kansas City. So um, uh, it was a, a pretty middle class school, you know, high school and uh, it's grown a lot more. I mean, the, the town I used to live in had one high school. Now it's got two, but, uh, our, one of our rivals was, um, uh, where he went Park Hill high school. And that's where Ronnie Bell's from. And, um, that's, that was really interesting to see. And I thought that was really cool. But, uh, Ronnie Bell is really interesting because of the very fact is he was, um, he, uh, he played basketball. Uh, he went to Missouri state or, and, he wanted to he wanted to play basketball or he wanted to play basketball and then he wanted to switch over to the football and so that's uh he was actually going to go to Missouri State uh sorry about that to play basketball and then he decommitted and started playing football and i think that's the one thing i think some of the michigan fans are a little bit leery of is you know do you take a kid who's so devoted into basketball and do you make him you know is he going to be a football player yeah but but you got to look at his last season i mean the kid had i think he had over 15 touchdowns i think he had around 17 touchdowns but um he uh did really really well in his senior year so the very fact is him um doing that but you think about the think about the players who actually went from basketball transitioned into football you talk about Antonio gates from the chargers <laughs> somebody like that so is this a kid that jim harbaugh can you know get to uh, play well and 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 do well and he you know he's not going by look the kids never played football he has he's just he played one year he did really really well and i think jim harbaugh was looking at that diamond in the rough that kid that nobody wants <laughs> and he had no uh, uh nobody gave him any a chance i think he had a couple offers but they weren't division one and michigan came in and he said right away smart kid he said yeah i'll take it and he decommitted from Missouri State, and now he's going to be a Michigan Wolverine. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, and I'll mention that real quick. Uh, I kind of wondered about that. But, yeah, I accidentally said Montana earlier. I was a little thrown off by them saying Eureka because I'm thinking that there's a Eureka, Montana. But, yeah, that's Missouri. My bad. Well, the thing is, is now if you look at um, uh the more intriguing one when it just happened was the kid from Germany. And um, – and Julius Welshoff, not Welshoff, I hope I'm saying it right, but uh, defensive kid, uh, he's really, really good. He's big and strong, too, 6'6", uh, 248, um, going to do really, really well. So you got a deep, you got a defensive guy back there, um, plays really, really well. But I think that's interesting that Jim Harbaugh is actually going overseas to grab kids like that to come to play for Michigan. Uh, very surprising. I never saw that coming, but, uh, obviously the staff thought he would, uh, fit in well. Um, 
Um, so that was really interesting. And I think, you know, some of the other things, other players, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I pretty much knew about, um, I'm intrigued to see how Joe Milton does. I'm, I'm super excited about that kid quarterback. Um, so athletic. He, he, he just has all the tangibles to be a really, really good quarterback at Michigan, but you know, he's going to have to fight. He's going to have to fight his way up. And I like his enthusiasm coming in because he's going to have to battle out with, uh, McCaffrey Peters. And then you obviously got Shea Patterson coming in who I think is going to probably end up starting, but, um, I, I like his fortitude. I think he's going to battle, and I think he 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 wants it. And I, I, I just not seeing his Twitter, he's excited, and I think that's what Michigan wants here. And um, you look at some of the other ones, you know, I, I think one of the things you we can you can, I can throw at you is the elephant in the room kind of thing, where you know you go on Michigan social media, you go on the Michigan Twitter fan base, and you look, and you got half and half again. You got <laughs> the half of the Michigan fan base saying, you know, Michigan's got this uh, weak class, you know, we're ranked 12th right now. Uh, I'd say over half of them or, or three-star players and should Michigan, Michigan be targeting three-star guys or um, is this to be concerning to you, Caleb? I mean, is this something that you see as, this is not the kind of class that uh, Jim Harbaugh and the staff should be bringing in. We should be hitting, uh, four or five star guys and in light of that you look at what georgia did and you you know tell you the truth there's times where i look at georgia and they're gonna probably have one of the best recruiting class ever in the whole uh star program and starring uh recruits in this and it, it's unreal what georgia has done I, I don't think i've ever seen that before in my life all those top uh recruits coming to georgia but you know anytime i see that i get that little bit of hint of is there something going on players getting paid i don't know yeah it looks like kirby smart brought over some of the alabama money <laughs> right. right exactly that's why i'm going hmm you know i'm not going to call him out but certainly is fishy because you know he got old miss that had uh sanctions against them and they got in trouble for this kind of stuff so um, you know, I'm not going to put it past him. I don't know that, so I won't judge him on that. But uh, what is your views on seeing this class and you look at these star ratings? Does it matter to you much? Obviously, there's fan base that thinks stars don't matter, and there's people that do think stars matter. I mean, we got there's people that are in the Michigan, in Michigan, and they literally think that stars do matter. And, you know, if you look at the top teams that are winning, winning programs in the top 10, they're all, you know, they got the, some of the top recruiting classes. I mean, what is your views on that? Uh, my view is that it does not bother me really all that much. It doesn't concern me a whole lot because uh, I think that Jim Harbaugh does a good job developing um with some of the coaching changes and everything through the years, it's a little bit hard to tell with some of them. The defensive players I'm totally not worried about because it yeah. seems like Don Brown can do anything with anyone. Um, so offensively, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I'm concerned, but more so there I'd be like, I don't know. That's more of a coaching thing than the uh, yeah. uh, star rating for the athletes but um but one thing i will say though is that you know the reason 
the only reason, well, okay, I shouldn't say the only reason because I know that people would still be bothered by it even if this was the case. But one thing could fix how pretty much almost everyone feels about this. You know how you were saying that was split, the fan base? Mm-hmm. Is if Jim Harbaugh was winning. Right. If Jim right. Harbaugh was winning, uh, not every game, but, you know, if he was beating Ohio State, if he was beating Michigan State more, if he was having better, a uh, little bit better records, if he had finished better in the Big Ten, uh, people would not care as much about the star ratings because they would trust Jim Harbaugh more and know that he's done a good job already. But the problem is they saw what happened this year, and so they're freaking out that the future of the program is going to not get any better because of these specific star ratings for these players. Yeah. Right. And that's the things, you know, I agree with you is this does star ratings matter. I, you know, it's tough to tell. I mean, like you said, it's, you know, time will tell with Jim Harbaugh, you know, look, if this team doesn't win, it, it, it's going to be on him. He knows that the fan base knows that. And, you know, time will tell with these recruits and how well they'll do and how, how well this, uh, staff develops them and i'm i i'm 100 percent agree with you i i'm i really do not look at the defense recruits that are coming in based on the fact that we have don brown and don brown is heavy into the whole uh recruiting and who he gets here uh trust me i think jim harbaugh is leaving that up to him on who he wants and who he thinks is going to be the best to come in that that those diamond and the roughs those three-star guys that are hungry and have that five-star quality talent behind them and then the only concern I and I agree with you is is the offense based on the fact is Drevno still here, uh, and that would be my other question to you is you know is it because of Drevno I mean do you see does Drevno stick around till after the bowl game I mean does Jim Harbaugh let him go and, or demote him into something else but uh, that's the only concerning part I get on the defense and these recruits is the very fact is Drevno and you and I have had a lot of concerns about his play calling and his development of players and things like that um, is if he's still on staff, is this concerning? And to me, it is a little bit and, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, with him kind of leading the way on offense is a little bit uh, troubling at times. So, all right, here you go. Here's a question for you then. What worries you more? Keeping Drevno or the ratings for these players? Oh, keeping Drevno. Okay. I mean, I kind of figured from the way that you were saying it. But, yeah, no, that's that's totally my thought, too. You know, I'm looking at – these guys are talented. I've seen tape on them. They're really, really good. What I mean is it just – you can only take the talent so far if your staff or your, you know, your coach – and I'm not talking about Jim Harbaugh. I'm talking about Drevno and the play calling and, you know, and the development. He's He works alongside them. Pep Hamilton works alongside the uh, quarterbacks and receivers. So, and it's going to be on him too. And you, if you can't develop these players and you can't get them going, um, then it will look bad on recruiting. Unfortunately, it will. Um, and I'll look bad on coaching staff. But uh, coaching and developing players is usually key to seeing this. It, look, we've seen Michigan State do the same exact thing. You know, they got. Uh, three-star guys, barely four-star guys coming in their class, and somehow they have seem to have a good team. If Michigan State can do it, 
Michigan can do it. And it, it, I, that's where I look at stars and say, look, state seems to get their team up to playing. Michigan can do it. And if they can't do it, it's gotta be coaching. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, something to mention, I don't know exactly how to feel, uh, about it or if this does anything or whatnot. Um, but the you were bringing up the player from Germany, yeah, that got picked up and everything. And last year, Harbaugh picked up uh, Benjamin St. Just from Canada, yeah, which mm-hmm. that's not as uncommon or anything. So, uh, yeah, it's it'll be kind of interesting to see how those two players pan out. And obviously, every player is going to be different. Um, but yeah, that uh, I can see where. People see the star ratings as a gamble. They can see or they would consider the players coming from out of the country uh, somewhat of a gamble. I'm I mean, it's not like they're taking over the roster and all these players are coming out from outside the country where they don't play football to the same level as they do in the United States. So uh, that being kind of on the same subject about people worrying about the star ratings and everything. A part, a part of the, part of this, when this all was going on and I was able to look into it as little as I was during this time, I just kind of sat back and I was like, man, you know, I kind of miss back when I didn't get as deep into recruiting as I did because I wasn't worried and I didn't care that much. I mean, I cared, but right. I wasn't, uh, I, well, I wouldn't even say that I'm worried now, but just, you know, getting sucked into what fans are saying and the outcry and people getting upset and everything. And it's just like, it was so much easier back in the past where it's just like whoever signed, signed. And then I watched their development and that was kind of like it. Like, yeah, there was social media while well, internet, you didn't, we didn't, really didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, you couldn't really follow or you, you really didn't have any tape on. I've Any. always I've always had internet, Craig. How old are you? <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Right. I mean, there was no looking at the tape of players. There's no, you know, you can't dissect research very often. You had to trust the coach and the staff more, which might not be a bad thing, right? I mean, really, at this uh, stage in game, because you know, obviously, you you see everybody's opinions on everything now, and you know, and but yeah, those those days are gone. Which I miss too. I miss a lot, but uh, no, that's a good point you made. Is is talking about the old days and trusting. You actually have to trust the staff more than you do now. So, um, but yeah, you know, you you look at these players and you you, know, you look at certain ones that are just going to make a big impact. Mustafa Muhammad, I've been excited for for a long, long time. Uh, big, you know, six four, two thirty five, just the t- prototypical. Jim Harbaugh tight end coming into uh, Michigan, and I think the guy's going to tear it up. I think he's just going to be a, a, a mismatch for a lot of teams. I think he's going to be probably one of our best receivers. Um, and then, uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing Otis Reed and it, and Spider Sims coming in. Uh, he's going to be really, really great. He's been committed for a long time, 6'2". Uh, and... Um, McGrone, like I was saying, uh, outside linebacker, he's going to be 
a beast. He's going to be perfect for that system that Don Brown wants. And then, um, and then the rest of, you know, the green brothers, that'll, that'll be interesting to see what they uh, do. Yet Christian Turner, which is really interesting because he's from Georgia. Um, he's, uh, he's not, he's not, he's more of a scat back. He's very fast, 5'11", 187, but, um, he's going to be that change of pace back. Um, similar to Evan's style where he's going to be, you know, maybe catch some passes out in the flat and then, then use his speed to get spacing and, and do really, really well. But, uh, um, you know, the running back that's coming in that has the size is the uh, Hassan Haskins, like you were saying, from Eureka, Missouri, uh, 6'1", 202, strong kid, um, perfect uh, example of what Jim Harlow wants with the strong back kind of similar to Karan Higdon, a grinder, and uh, he's going to do really, really well. So, um, yeah, there's your, um, there's your recruits that signed in early and um, go check them out. Uh, go look at some tape on them. Uh, I know I did. I think they've got some really good guys here. So uh, try not to look at the star ratings uh, fans. Uh, look at the tape, see what they do, and I think Jim Harbaugh, I really do. I think Jim Harbaugh was calculated in getting these recruits to based on the fact is I think he's looking for hungry, pissed-off recruits that want a chance to play and play hard and play with heart. Um, look, you, you know, if you're going to get a bunch of five-star guys, yeah, that's cool, but the problem is, is you know, is in, in sprinkled in there, you're going to get more prima donnas than you do uh, actual football players that want to play hard. And so I think Jim Harbaugh is looking at that. So that might be why he's shying away from it a little bit. So, Yeah, well, something to think about, too, is, you know, these these coaches know, know football, know players. They know yeah. talent. And not saying that these recruiting sites don't because they do. But if they see something, I mean – I think about when I was in high school and some of the people I knew playing football and the coaches that were coaching football, some of them, yeah, they were great guys. Uh, they knew football, but they were not the best coaches. Techniques, yeah. discipline, the fine mechanics and things like that. There's, I, I mean, I'm sure most of these players – uh, a lot of these players are coming from good schools, and especially, you know, you look at those football schools that you see year in and year out uh, producing players and everything. But so, some of these places, depending on where they're coming from, especially I'm thinking, and no offense, uh, this guy that I know that's from here locally and everything, it's just like, you know, how good is the coaching really? Like how much are they able to teach him? Uh, is Jim Harbaugh and the staff just coming in and noticing the raw talent and being like, this guy – has not even tapped into his uh, potential because yeah. they're not teaching him what he needs to know. Uh, right. So there's all those all those uncertain factors. And there was a I couldn't I was looking for it when you were chatting there for a second, um, and I couldn't find it. But somebody was putting something out there about a player. I think it was one of the signees today for Michigan, where. He has not even been in really a weightlifting program. Right. He's huge. He can bench great. He's physical. He has great ability. But he, like exactly what I was saying before, he has not been put into a good weightlifting program, a good uh, coaching program, 
and he, so he's just raw, and he already is, you know, as good as he is, and has the great production that he has. And so, just imagine what the great coaching staff that we have, and the great conditioning uh, yeah. that is developed at Michigan can turn him into. So, those are a lot of the things that people don't think about when they just sit here and look at the star ratings. Right. Because uh, a lot of them, yeah, you can see where those, especially those five-star, but even a lot of those four-star, come from those schools that have those great high school coaching jobs. They have great high school coaching coordinators. They have great high school um, conditioning programs, weightlifting programs, and things like that. And so some of these three-stars – Part of the reason why they might be three stars is because they're coming from schools that don't have that. Right. So. No, and right. And you never know. You know, you know, there might some be some backstories to why certain players, you know, or certain things that why Jim Harbaugh didn't attack. I think Jim Harbaugh is I think this is calculated. I really do. I think you know, I don't I don't put it past Jim Harbaugh. He had a great recruiting class last year, but then why this year is it drastically different? I do believe it's drastically different. Do I think it's going to be worse? No. I just think that he's calculated in what he's doing. I think he, in a way, like you and I had talked about earlier, is talking about the very fact is maybe some of these recruits' academics weren't up to speed to Michigan. And, you know, and, and Jim Harbaugh takes that really, really seriously. Uh, obviously, look at Van Jefferson coming in to want to come to Michigan badly uh, from Old Miss with Shea Patterson, and he couldn't make it because of his, ac- his academics. So he had to go to Florida. So um, maybe Jim Harbaugh holds Michigan standards so high, uh, and, and rightfully so. But also – does he look at what's happening in programs that are, you know, some of the teams that are signing and doing really picking up the best players. And maybe he just knows that there's something underhandedly going on in, in, in recruiting, you know, uh, is there money being tossed at these players or is there some things that he just, he doesn't know for sure, but he just says there's some uh, things that he's shying away from. And so he's looking at it as, you know what I want, I want Michigan to be honest and in recruiting and, and have integrity. And I'd rather have three stars all up and down the board than have to go through what old miss with the sanctions and stuff like that. We don't know. You and I both don't know, but it certainly is something to keep your eye out for. So, yeah. Uh, one thing that I want to finish with here before we move on talking about anything else. And if I have this correct, I'm not like I feel like I'm coming out of the uh, the dark, coming out from underneath the rock here, and trying to catch up with everything. But if I have this correct, uh, of the early signees, there are three that are going to enroll early. Right, uh, Joe Milton, uh, the pro quarterback, uh, yep. Miles Sims, the cornerback from Georgia. And Taylor Upshaw. Yep. The defensive lineman. Yep. So I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to mention that before we kind of close things out about the recruits. So just... yeah, that gives Milton an edge, you know, over some of the quarterbacks. Well, you know, I think that's the part of that hungriness I was telling you about with him. And obviously having Sims come in, he, he's been 
uh, he he's uh, committed to Michigan for a long, long time, and I think he understands that that secondary can use him. And um, you know, talking six two, you know, take that size of his and then use it in the backfield, and I think he'll do really, really well. So that's why he's coming in pretty early. So yeah, well, uh, speaking about the quarterback, that'll kind of transition us here into a couple other things that we'll discuss that came up uh, from Jim Harbaugh today. Some things uh, about the upcoming bowl game, but uh, something forward for 2018, of course, the quarterback situation, talking about Joe Milton. Um, Harbaugh said some interesting stuff about the quarterbacks today. And he was saying that the only thing guaranteed here is an opportunity. And the way that he explained it on the way that the quarterbacks should essentially be thinking and working is that, uh, and I don't, I wouldn't say this is quoted, but uh, if, if he was Peters, uh, he would act uh, and let folks know that it's his job. The quarterback job is his job. If uh, he was uh, McCaffrey, he would be telling people that no one is going to beat him. And then if it was in Patterson's position, he'd be saying, wait until they get a load of me or wait until they see me there and see what I can do. Right. Uh, So he was just kind of putting that information out there about the quarterbacks um, for 2018, which even though technically the beginning of 2018 for Michigan football will be the Outback Bowl coming up, which that has been said that uh, expectations for Peters – to start, um, there has been some other stuff that came out today about the bowl game. Um, the there were a couple things uh, questioning about players who were going to be playing in the bowl game, questioning about things on players who are going to be coming back next year. Uh, it is uh, it's been confirmed since I don't even know when for how long, but Chase Winovich has always been saying that he was going to play in the game. Um, and he is one who's sitting on the decision if he is going to be coming back next year or declaring for the draft. It has been said that uh, he has made his decision, but he has not announced his decision. Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was talking about that, so Jim Harbaugh was saying that he was going to let Chase announce it. So there is no set day or time that I'm aware of yet that Chase is going to say anything. But big news for the bowl game on hearing that Michigan will be having one, if not its best player from 2017 at the game in Mo Hurst. Yeah, wow. It's big. That's good. Yeah, that, that oh, would now, be awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it will. In, in wondering, you know, will he both go full force? You know, that would be in, interesting to see. But, you know, knowing Mo Hurst, I think that kid just – He's that kind of guy that I think will go in to the game, the beginning of the game, and be like a little bit reserved. And then once the game gets going, he's going to go all out. <laughs> it's just the way he is. I don't think that kid, I don't think he's like one of those guys going, well, I think I'd just go 80%. I think he's full on, goes out, and I think he's going to play really, really well. And man, that just makes it really tough for uh, um, South Carolina. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that, well, I I hope that he goes 
a hundred percent. And I kind of anticipate that. Well, I, I always hear about people saying in college and the pros where it's when you don't give it a hundred percent or when you try to play it safe that you wind up making a mistake or like, you know, causing injury because right. you're not doing it the normal way or mm-hmm. however you kind of want to say that. I anticipate that he'll go in and he'll go full force. Uh, then of course, what's, um, up for discussion or the unknown is, is he just going to play the first half? You know, right. when, because right. I, I do think that there will be uh, at some point in this game, whether it's in Michigan's favor or not in yep. Michigan's favor, that he will be like, okay, you know, I'm, I've put in my time. I've, I've done my part. I've helped the team. I'm going to step out, you know? So I, I do think that he's going to go in and give it, you know, a hundred percent effort. Uh, but I don't think that he's going to be in there for a hundred percent of the game. Yeah, I agree, and I think Jim Harbaugh and Don Brown's going to do that because you know they they literally really really do care about their future and and the future of them getting into the NFL and making money and doing well and being successful. And I think that's uh, you know a good point, and I think that'll happen. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's good news on the front of Winovich. You and I don't know, but uh, it'd be great. <laughs> When if he came back, wow, that'd be something else. But um, I, I'd expect him to go into the NFL just because he'd be highly ranked. And um, but uh, it, it, I'd be pretty shocked if he st- it stayed. It'd be really good for us. So, but you know what? I wouldn't d- doubt he would because of the very fact he loves Harbaugh and he loves uh, Michigan football. And I think he sees he's that kind of kid who wants to see. He sees where Michigan's going, and you know and and the talent that's coming in, and he wants to be a part of that. So, All right, pick one. You got to pick one. Is, <laughs> is he staying or is he going? I, I think, you know, I I think he's going to – I think he'll leave just because of the very, very fact is, you know, he he really boosted his uh, uh, draft status on this year. He did so well. I mean, just because everybody's kind of worried about Bush, but uh, Winovich just capitalized on all of that, and he – he just wrecked people this year. He played so well. I mean, he bet, he did better than I thought, and I think his stock's really high. And I think he'll I think he'll leave, and that's okay. I think you are wrong. Oh, you think he'll stay? I, okay. I think he'll stay. Of course, of course. Hope you're right. Yeah. You think, okay. Of course, part of it is you know hopeful, wishful thinking, but part part of me, and exactly for the reasons that you were just saying, you know. He loves Jim Harbaugh. He loves the program. But I think a big part of it is seeing the potential of this team and knowing that even though 2017 was rather disappointing, um, especially from the loss column and everything, but, you know, I mean, healthy quarterback situation, maybe a stronger offensive line, and, you know, Tariq Black staying healthy, you know, a lot of potential for next year. So, uh, and, you know, the opportunity to, you know, play Notre Dame again, uh, maybe be able to beat Ohio State and do things like that. I I think that he's kind of one of those guys that, you know, wants to, you know, enjoy that and do that. I'm trying to think of some of the recent players that uh, decided to stay. Jake Butt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some. There's somebody else in the back of my mind, 
But yeah, so I, I think he's he's gonna have that mindset. I I don't know. Like I said, part of it I know is wishful thinking, but I I am leaning. I'd probably say right now, kind of in my mind, I'd be like sixty forty sixty five thirty five that he's gonna stay. Okay, but that's just me. I'm, that's just me. I mean, my sources are me, myself, and I. So. <laughs> So you're saying there's a chance. So I'm saying there's a chance. That's right. So, well, yeah, you and I, yeah, we're looking forward to it, and that's awesome. And to see Hurst play is going to be great. And Winovich, I hope you stay, brother, because you're really, really talented. And, man, we could use you. But, uh, hey, we get it. It makes sense. So, Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, So I think – that might be it. There was a lot of stuff kind of going on today, especially with the letters of intent and everything. And there were some other things sprinkled in there that I was trying to catch, like we just mentioned there with the bowl game. But I know that next week will be our big bowl preview yep. uh, episode. So we'll have plenty to talk about with Michigan and South Carolina then. Um, but, yeah, I think that's uh, beside, uh, outside of, you know, diving in depth with recruits and everything i think we'll save that for the actual national signing day i think yeah. that's covered pretty much everything i had yeah i mean just uh you know i i, I get the back and forth and uh you know one of the things is you know try not to let michigan fans you know one of the things you want to do is be united and loving the team i'm you know look we're passionate we're passionate fans on both sides of the issue of whether you think this recruiting class is great or terrible um but you know we all want to see this team succeed name nobody no michigan fan that doesn't so but uh you know let it play out you know i'm not going to tell anybody on twitter or social media think differently what i'm just saying is you know we look if they play bad and they don't do very well then it's going to be on harbaugh it really will and you know and that's going to be his you know he's going to have to fix that um i'm not too worried about it i love recruiting i love the recruiting process i always have i i dig it uh, in fact i actually you know i was talking about to one guy on uh, social media a couple of, uh friends of mine and friends of yours too uh, and friends of the show about uh you know the ea sports video game the college football game i've had 10 years of that game i've had every year i buy that game and then of course they stop playing uh sending it out and they stop uh getting you know the fans the game and they stop i don't i'm not sure what year it was but my favorite part of the game isn't playing the game you know what my favorite part of the game is actually recruiting yeah uh, <laughs> right? part of the whole entire game and people go you're crazy you, you don't like playing i said actually i like recruiting getting players and and going through that process of you know what is one of them is you know it's in your hometown or you get to be a starter or it's the coach or you know it's the playing style and things like that and you got to figure out which one really relates to the player so but uh recruiting is part of it and you never know who you're gonna get and uh it's fun have fun with this you know don't sweat it uh, trust in Jim Harbaugh and the staff, and we'll see where it goes. And only time will tell on this stuff. Yeah. Nah, well, I can say that wasn't my favorite part. I always felt like it was kind I of love- rigged, but. Really? Oh, I loved it, man. It was fun. Yeah. It, 
it was a blast just trying to get these players. Oh, you mean rigged for the big teams and the better yeah, teams? Yeah, Ohio State stole one of my guys one time. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was like, no way, no way. Yeah. Well, my, our friend Brandon, obviously you and I are really good friends with you, and we played it. He's, he's a big fan of that too. But, yeah, he would say, man, I've been I've, – re- I've made a player that – who was – an amazing player from the same hometown I my coach is from, and I still couldn't get him. And he went to Ohio State, and so yeah, it's he he gets really pissed off at that stuff. So yeah, it might be rigged, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. But yeah, I definitely missed that game. So well, um, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up things though here for this week. Uh, like we said, we'll be getting ready for the bowl game. That kind of felt like it snuck up pretty quick. Uh, that we'll be doing the preview there for next week. But, yes, we have uh, the first ever early signing period for Michigan, and so we have 16 players uh, already added to the class. Good things ahead, uh, both Craig and I, I believe. So uh, if you have your worries, just, you know, hold on, wait and see. We've seen good things happen with uh, Jim Harbaugh and this coaching staff already, um, and we'll just kind of have to wait and see how it develops. So, Yep, we will. But, uh yeah, we thank you guys for tuning in. Hey. Yeah. You know, th- this is one of my favorite Christmas songs because I, I'm pretty anti-Christmas songs because there are so many I don't like. <laughs> well, you know, and this always gets people going, doesn't it? Makes people smile, laugh, and get ready. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Snoopy. No, no you can't. No. So, but uh, once again, I uh, hope you all have a... Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, uh, however you celebrate. Hope you that have you a good time and also safe travels because yes. I know a lot of you will be out there on the road or flying around. So yeah, Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for the fans. You know, every year you give us the support and uh, Merry Christmas to your family. Like uh, Caleb said, drive safe and uh, have a great weekend. So. Yes, and as always, we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue. <laughs>